we are back. We are live. We go again. Uh, just one match day left of the season. Uh, Sardan Talk is back. Free Palestine and all that. We're just here basically to just go over the games that have been on. Um, Sunday, obviously, the games will be over. We'll still be doing content, but we just want to keep things going as much as possible. Uh, it's myself here tonight, Lee and Sam. How are we all doing? Lee, Kingman Kingham, how are we? We all right? I'm all right, mate. bit shattered from working, but um, we're here. We're still making the pod. Up the boys. Up the boys, yeah. We go again. We move, mate. We move. Uh, Sam, Samuel, how are we? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been all right, mate. So I'm all good. I'm all good. Um, <laughs> this is weird doing it on a computer, boys. Fuck me. Yeah, you've <laughs> yeah, you've yeah, upgraded, man. son. Do you know what? Like, um, no one will know, but in the like the little pre lobby and stuff, like, that, like I literally have to ask a thousand and one questions because I don't actually know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to argue with that. You actually, <laughs> it's, it, but yeah, it, it's good to sort of up the up the technology. We might have Danny on shortly. Um, Dom from Rivalry Aside TV is going to come on and give his. Basically, just he's a West Ham fan, so I think they're one of the. Well, they're in the hot seat at the moment, uh, which you wouldn't usually say, but. He'll be on shortly to discuss how they are and where they're at. So well, they've, all come out, they've all come out of hiding then. <laughs> to be, be fair to him, he is a big West Ham fan. No, um, I can't. Yeah, I know next year we're probably going to get some people wearing that shirt and you're just going to look at them and think, weren't you wearing an Arsenal shirt or Chelsea shirt last season? Who knows? Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get cracking on some of the games before he joins us. Um, so obviously, myself and Danny were live from the pub during the week. We did some predictions. I think, to be honest, we were off pretty much all of them. Man United, Fulham, 1-0. Not really sure what to make of this. Bit of a surprise, but they're not really playing for anything. United have obviously got second. Fulham are down. Um, but yeah, I'd be disappointed if I was a United fan, but nothing lost out of that, really. <laughs> Uh, Southampton nil leads two. I've said again. I mean, what what do you make? I know we did the awards last week. My my worst manager of the season, good old that Ralph. I'm good, I'm going to quickly ask you, Lee. Uh, just on Southampton, what do you do? You, what do you think went sort of wrong there this season in terms of because they've they started well at the top. I think they beat you lot, and then all of a sudden. They're near enough. I didn't mean to <laughs> drop that in there, but they beat us too. They knocked us out the FA Cup. But all of a sudden, they're sort of way down there, scooping at the bottom of the table. Do you think next year they could be in trouble? No, nah, not at all. Um, I actually really rate their gaffer. I think he's suited to a better team rather than Southampton. Um, oh. Yeah, they work hard for him. I don't know. I don't know why it's not coming off. There's still a bit of a bad patch. They're obviously flying earlier on in the season, so it shows what happens when they do follow their gaffer tactics. But, um, yeah, they've, I don't know, maybe because they've got nothing to play for. They're just motivation ain't there. Yeah, um, strange one. Yeah, it's hard, hard with um, Southampton. I wouldn't say they're full of sort of world-class players, so they're, they're just, just bought, doing yeah, it. They've all got on a permanent. Unexpected. Yeah, I see yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. He's hardly, he's a bit... I've got to say that you know how fuck they are, man. <laughs> yeah, um, they might leave. They might, yeah. Someone thinks just commented saying lack of squad depth for the Saints. Yeah, I agree with that. They have got a bit of a lack of depth. They well, took Minamina. They took Minamina on loan. His first couple of games looked great. He's barely played since. Yeah. Um, Is he still? Was he there for the season long loan then? Half a season, I think. As in what the the latter stage? 
Yeah, second opportunity, but he's, he doesn't even play that much after. Do you reckon he's, he's surely not coming game. back? Minamino won't be needed back at Liverpool, surely not. Uh, we'll obviously come back, but yeah, we'll, we'll come back I can't yeah. see him playing. He won't play much. Also, Dan, quick one. You just before mm. that, you're touching on Fulham. Who I think I was the only one that said that they'll go down. I knew they would. I just didn't want them to. Well, you didn't back it, did you? I think I think most people predicted they'd go down. Yeah, like I think I think with Fulham, I think they just showed a bit more grit than the other teams, uh, Southampton included. I'm not obviously no one would want Southampton to go down, but I think Fulham put up a fight in a lot of their games. They were just unlucky, but um, yeah, I mean we'll we'll see. I don't think Fulham will come straight back up. I think think, um, Parker stays there then or not. No, well, there's talks of him at Tottenham, obviously, which we've touched on. I don't think he'll go there. I hope he don't because I like Scott Parker. Uh, if he don't go there, he'll stay. Yeah, it's either an upgrade or staying there because, to be honest, he hasn't done a bad job. Fulham isn't made of brilliant players. You look at that squad, there's not many players you take out of the team and bring up to the Premier League, is there? Uh, whereas like with your West Brom or even with Sheffield United, there may be one or two you'd look at and be like, oh, OK, I can't think of many. There's that Anguissa. Can't think of any at the top of my head. Mitrovic up top with that. I know that Josh Majora. He's come. He's come along. I guess. I think they just need more quality. Yeah, got a good centre half there. Was it Jakobsen? Is that one of them? He yeah, came yeah, in, Jakobsen, he, yeah. He came in, did pretty well. But um, it's a Champions League. Be interested to see what Fulham fans actually thought of him. So I've got. I've got one of my friends who's a Fulham fan, and he's. Um, he doesn't like Parker at all. Um, so why? I don't. Um, I just think he talks. They just—they're not. How can you not like him? I think he's shit. too good for um, him. I think, if anything, he's too good for him. I don't know. It's debatable. He's, he's cut. They've just about—they just about just... came up in the playoffs, didn't they? And then they've just gone straight back down again. It's um... written though. Uh, yeah. I would—I would have called it last year. I mean, it wasn't exactly—it uh, wasn't an easy season either. Like the, the the bad teams were delivering, and the good teams were sort of down there. So. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I'll tell you what, this was a surprise. Brighton 3, City 2. Um, we could, I guess you could say bloody City was still still in party mode because obviously they've won the league. Again, it's not really much to go from in this game. City are safely champions. Brighton are safe for next season. Up the Graham Potter. But we'll quickly touch on next season like in terms of, I know we can't really predict now. But we'll sort of go to the who we think could be in trouble next year. Do you think Brighton are a team that could be? Um, I think they'll always be one of the teams that are going to be down there. Mm. Always. Um, I just can't ever. I can't ever imagine him. Sort you sort your screen out. <laughs> I can't imagine him ever being one of those teams that are. Uh, I don't know. Just in the top half. I quite like mm. them. I quite like the way they play. Um, Great manager time. up the potter, <laughs> potter for England. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some of their players are all right. Old Lewis Dunk at the back and all that. Um, they're solid at the back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just can't see him ever pulling up any trees. What do you think of that Trossard? Yeah, he looks all right. Come uh, yeah, down, he's a bit hot and cold, man. Yeah, yeah. I think when he first signed, there was a lot of pressure on him, weren't there? Because obviously, Brighton aren't a uh, big squad, but. I think we'll see. I mean, next season, it's all the case of like what the what the other teams that come in bring in with them because obviously they're going to make some signings. Obviously, what Scott that's on here, we, I'm sure Watford are going to probably make a couple. So it's, 
it all depends on who they're up against. Because like you say, they're not a top side. They're not going to do any... They're not going to do a sort of West Ham or... A, I can't see them doing a Sheffield United. I can't see any team doing that ever again, like sixth position. So it's just all a case of uh, who's down there with them. But yeah, we'll move on. Um, Phil Foden scoring again, by the way. I, I can't wait for the Euros. I generally... Great goal as well, man. Great goal. Quality goal, I think, yeah. I think, I think City would have come to be one that they didn't get the man sent off after 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like when, when the thing is, like City have okay. When you go down to ten minutes, tough. But City have got enough in them to make Brighton lose that advantage very quickly because their their squad depth is just amazing. You know, they just make one change, which they did. I think they brought on Eric Garcia, and then Brighton did well to hold on. I thought, yeah, they had the extra man. But when you compare the two teams, the extra man can very quickly fade away if you get what I mean and Foden was bossing most of them anyway he was taking two or three players out of the game especially in that goal it's good to see Gondawan get on the score sheet as well I thought um he obviously yeah. had a good he had a good season and then he sort of went quiet for a bit they were resting him here or there but yeah it was um I, I mean had, let's be real hey once they're sending off and stuff like that um Brighton were on top of them man quite Quite comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think City are too bad. I don't. They've got yeah. Champions League to focus on now. I think they'll come back much stronger for that. To be honest, maybe a loss is what they need as well to sort of wake them up a bit. They've obviously had some celebrating. Yeah, I, looked at, I looked at the uh, form table the other day, like the last ten games. I think City were like tenth. Um, so they are a little. They are a little bit out of form. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. Maybe they just got yeah. too confident. I reckon. Chelsea oh, yeah. are people though, are they? So, so that Champions League final is literally, obviously City are favourites, but it's down to who wants it more, isn't it? Yeah, that, I'd say what. I hope, so speaking of Europe, while we're talking on Europe, United obviously drew to Fulham. I hope they go great, and keep that shit. goal by Cavani, by the way. Yeah, yeah. A um, lot of talk about should have been ruled out. I don't think it should have. It didn't even touch Fernandez. Wait, that's what they're saying. They're saying, is there enough flight on the ball? Didn't touch him. Touch. Didn't touch uh, him. Is it, it was a quality goal, just let it stand. Fuck, fuck it. No, but let's be real. What the fuck? <laughs> just let it, just go with it. Nah, yeah. I, I agree with you. It's a great goal, but the keeper should be doing better there. Fuck me. What a goal for fans to come back to as well. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think, I hope United keep up that shit form and Villarreal just completely do them. I know people say all this, oh, we we got to support the English club. Fuck that, bollocks. No, <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never hear the last of it if Man United win the Europa League. Yeah, that's so basically uh, you. It's support every English team in finals, bar Man United and Tottenham, right? Yeah, and probably Chelsea, to be honest. Really? I don't mind. Yeah, of course. Like, I don't think. Was... I don't, are people really that bothered about Europa League? Unless you're actually in the competition yourselves, are you that bothered? Yeah. I mean, Lee, you support Liverpool, so you can make comments like that. We're, yeah, we're maybe, setting, but we're yeah, I've still been in the Champions your... League enough times in the past, so. Yeah, it's all about the history, yeah, I mean. eh? Um, but yeah, yeah we, we were touching on Chelsea a little bit, so we'll go to their game next, I guess. Um, obviously, we were together for the FA Cup final, we saw that Chelsea managed to get there and uh, get their revenge. We were mental lads at that goal, didn't we? Oh, mate, oh, that was absolute scenes that Tielemans goal. And I tell you what, that he'll cherish that moment. They may not get top four now, which they're obviously in a bit of jeopardy because of losing that game. They've put themselves in a bit of an awkward situation because I think Chelsea needed to win it. If less, like we'll, we'll touch on, in fact, I'll, I'll bring it up now. I was going to bring it up later, but just while we're talking on the subject, look at that tight race, right? So let me bring, bring that up a little bit further. But if you look at where it is, yeah, you look at that 
So we're looking at Chelsea and Leicester, right? Mm-hmm. So if if Chelsea would have won that, if Leicester would have won that game, Chelsea would have been odds completely against them to lose out on top four. Chelsea needed to win it, whereas now Chelsea still could lose. Yeah, still well, I'm lose. hoping. Yeah, we'll touch on the. Yeah, they need and... to get smashed by Villa, but <laughs> while we've got this up on the screen and stuff, out, obviously it's a great win for the uh, for Rogers and Leicester. But do you think there still needs to be more talk on the fact is that they're getting these positions every every year or every other year, and they're fucking falling away at the end every they're time? Not, they're not going to sack Rogers though. He's done as good as what. But don't you think? that there still needs to be questions asked because he's getting there and he's always the nearly man every year. FA Cup, fair play. We love that cup as a competition as an Arsenal fan. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm trying to say yeah. is, what is what what is that? Is that the mentality? Is that him? What what, what do you think I that still is? Think, I still think Leicester are punching a little bit above their weight. If you, they're mixing yeah. with the big boys and it's Leicester. Thank you. you know I, I, mean? I completely echo what Lee said. Um, I agree that um, it does. it's the second re- season in a row. It's kind of, it's like they get into that position they're bottling it a bit. But I think if you speak to Leicester fans and they had to pick top four or FA Cup, they're going FA Cup win every single time. Mm. Yeah, we'll t- that's a good comment. And I'm Rick. loving I'm loving Christopher's comment there. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on Everton in a minute. I think that's the next game, to be fair. But I agree with that. I think, Le- you think, Leicester are where they're at now and Vardy's only scored nine goals this season. That says a lot, doesn't it? When you're number one striker, in fact, your only striker because... Of any yeah. merit because at the moment Ian Nacho has been playing out wide or just behind. Yeah, he's man, Ian Nacho has stepped up towards the end of the season, hasn't he? Let's if Ian Nacho didn't step up, where would they be now? I reckon they'd be bottom half of that table. It'd be Arsenal. All right. Jesus. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's the same problem. Damian ain't been scoring, so we're fucked. But yeah, I'll tell you what, the games, we'll go into the predictions in a, in a short while, but. The games are massive this weekend. Look at that. I've never seen such a um exciting yeah, look at that. Scott's just said. Yeah, Scott. Chelsea love it. Chelsea to bottle top four, I reckon. Well, Brady, Patrick. That comment as well from Dean then about Newcastle. I don't know if you put that up on the screen yet or not. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Newcastle to going down next year. I um I think they will. They've got to keep players like Willock now. Even Saint Maximine might be on his move. You don't know. You don't know who they're gonna be able to keep, yeah. to be honest. Uh, I'm going to go back to that one. I'm guessing he's on about when I said about Man United. I see there's a few people in. Um, <laughs> just make sure you hit that like button while you're here. And if you're not subscribed, keep subscribing to us as well. So we'll go to the next game. Um, but yeah, well done, Chelsea. I don't know why I'm saying that. I don't really say what well, I think they are in trouble. Villa done a job at, against Tottenham. I think they could do the same at Chelsea, which we'll touch on in a minute. Um, Newcastle won. Sheffield... <clears throat> Sorry, mate. Are you going to touch on the Tottenham game in a minute, or are you talking yeah, about... I'm going through the game because that was these are like the Tuesday night games at the moment. Yeah, that's but... right, mate. I'll save it for a minute. Newcastle, um, Sheffield United. Our boy did it again, Miller. Our boy Joe Willock, six goals in six games. I mean, to be fair, if he'd have played more, I saw someone tweet this earlier. He could have beaten. I, I think he's going a bit too far. He imagine if if he beat um, Vardy's record. 11 yeah. and 11. If he played more games, he could have done. I mean, he was he's on a streak. But As Arsenal fans, we'd celebrate it as well, wouldn't we? Yeah. Sam, are you selling or keeping him this season? Uh, honestly, I, I think we sell him. I think he deserves a crack at it next season. He's had a long time though, man. He has been. He's in, he was involved in a lot of our European games last season and the year before. Um, yeah. I don't think he's... Not saying that we've got great midfielders anyway, but especially... Attacking midfielders because he kind of plays just behind, doesn't he? Sometimes as well. Yeah. But I think, I think going off on that, I think the only reason I'd probably sell him is because there's not many players we can sell for good money at the moment. 
How I much think he's. Know? I reckon we'd get at least. It's got to be at least thirteen, fifteen. He's young as well. He's so young still, and he's. I just, think he's, you, he's in the market. He's had, a, he's had a loan to a Premier League side, and he's putting in some fantastic performances. And he's doing that in the Premier League. So why why should he not have a chance? Yeah. He's got a manager that won't bring him in, mate. That's why. Uh, I'll go back to Chris's comment quickly because we've gone off to Chelsea. Well, we'll go into them in prediction. Jorginho is, is top lead scorer. Yeah, it will be, yeah. I thought it'd be Werner, but... Werner hasn't scored that no, many. We're all t- I'm guessing all time. Uh, top league scorer for them with all pen... No, I'm sure... Fine, Chris, <laughs> That's Chris just, um, just um, reiterate that. In the no, next... yeah, all season. What, is he talking top that scorer in, in the Premier League for Chelsea? I'm surprised by that. I swear Werner's got a couple. We uh, get up to stats on that, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm going to check. I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm assuming he's a Chelsea fan. Is, is he, uh, Sam? The comments are going up on it as well, like Scott's just said. Yeah, for seven goals. Chris, Chris again. Yeah, for the season. That shows how badly Chelsea need a proper striker, I think. Wait, Werner is Chelsea's top scorer. I'm looking now. Right. Here we go. Let's try to get the phone on. You can, man. Just jump in. We're, we're, we're all here anyway, if you want to get... If you can Werner, Werner has scored 12, assisted 11, played 50. But I'm guessing we're talking just Premier League. Yeah, we're probably just talking Premier League, right? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. pretty poor. Top scorer, seven goals. A lot but of that... I, um... I suppose if they're spreading it about the team, it's not the worst <sighs> thing in the world. Yeah, league only. League only, you said. I mean, yeah, that says a lot for a team that are fighting top four. Your Premier League yeah. top scorer is a penalty taker. Yeah, but he's A lot of the uh, Chelsea fans have been caning him as well, especially for performance against in the league against he us. Weren't, <laughs> he weren't. He weren't. Jorginho, us, Jorginho is a footballer's footballer. He's not a fan's footballer, if that makes sense. You'll only notice how good he is if you're playing on the pitch next to him. Yeah. I think there was, an, uh, there was an interview with James Madison last season on Soccer AM where he asked who the hardest midfielder to play against was and he said Jorginho. Because you just you just don't notice how often he's like passing between the lines and things like that. He's got a bit in his locker. Thing, he's got a bit yeah, in his the thing is, fans you don't really notice it because he's he's not pulling out assists and that and just scoring that shitty little jump penalty he does. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think he's a bad player at all. Mm. I'm going to leave Dean's comment for when we touch on Tottenham because it's literally coming up. Um, Scott, says, Scott says Chelsea's shit. Don't forget Danny's fuck Chelsea. <laughs> uh, yeah, big up Danny. Um, what's he going to? What is want to finish? Arsenal fans about to get into Europe place. We're going to touch on Conference League, so I think I'll wait for that. Um, right. So we all. So you're in agreement that we should probably sell Willock anyway. We're going back to the Newcastle game. You think we should probably sell him, make money while we can? Well, yeah, but especially if we don't sound like we're going to probably go all out and invest like we want and need so yeah who else can we get money for as well though like like lee literally yeah. just said completely agreeing with what lee said like he's in yeah. the premier league scoring goals we haven't got many players that are doing that really so make money while you can and he's one player we can at least say and get a case going and say like look he's been playing well um but and newcastle will come in for him as well they've got to put a bid in do you think they will it's actually at the end of the day They've got. How can you not? He's he's keeping them alive. He's keeping them going. Newcastle, a weird one, isn't they? You just never see. You can't imagine them ever buying anyone with Ashley Azola. 
Willock's like a nice. Willock's like a, he can either play as like an attacking eight or a ten as well. That's what I like about him. And I don't think Newcastle have really got anyone like. Yeah, they've got good players out wide. Yeah, sack off haven't. that. Sack off that bloody Jarleton and put some money in for Willock. That's what I say. Uh, they need George a bit of an upgrade here. on John Joe Shelby, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> what a shout! Some upgrade that is. I don't mind him, but yeah. On that note, note, he always comes. No, we'll, we'll go to the um, <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> he's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll go to the. We'll touch on the Arsenal game. Um, Milo, I know you missed the game, but I'm going to show you this because I'm not sure if you've seen it on the socials. So there's more. I'll tell you what, I can't wait to not talk about VAR every bloody Sunday night. Controversial, is it the Benteke incident? Yeah, so what do you make of this, right? Because we've seen Jacker get sent off for something very bloody similar. And it was against Bernie when it all went Pete Tong. But from what I can see there, I'll give it a little zoom in, see if I can get closer. How the hell has that been looked at by VAR? And nothing being given. He's got to go down, isn't it? That's what it is. You think it? So you think El Nenny should have just absolutely milked it? If it was the other way around, um, around, he would have milked it, wouldn't it? Well, um, like they don't look at these incidents unless the players make more of it than they need to. It's obviously he should have been off, no matter what. He's raised his hand, isn't he? But I don't think it's taken seriously enough because he ain't hurt. I don't know. I, I mean, I suppose in these in this day and age. You're probably expecting that you don't need to sort of go down because the system's there to help you. Do you get what I mean? No. So maybe just maybe like they're like they just sit around and think, right, you know, they're going to check that he's going to be sent off. But the fucker had to go and score, didn't he? Yeah, no, it's just typical fucking Arsenal, though, isn't it? As soon as that, as soon as that happened, I'll tell you what. If I was still a betting man, I'd have, I'd have put my whole wager on him scoring. And we're the only type of shit pricks that will let someone like him score and all. We're, aren't we the club that literally, no matter whoever's on a goal drought or anything like that, we always let them score to end their drought or if there's some shit really, they always go up the other end and score against us. We've got no fucking balls, man. Yeah, I think I think that's the problem. I think we I don't like us against shit teams because we just let, we seem to let the most horrendous players score against us and I don't know why. Like, it's just embarrassing. But um, my man, my man Pepe, I was so pleased for. Um, do you think there's a spot for him next season, Sam? Do you think he's going to be now a consistent starter? Do you think this is a sign of him showing that he can actually deliver in that role? I like Pepe. I think that um, he's, he's, yeah, he's obviously not consistent enough, but people have got to remember he's a new boy. Um, is this his first full season in the league? The one that the, this second. season? This is second, his second. Yeah. Season. But some of the goals that he has scored and stuff like that, he's obviously got something about him. And let's be so, real. He's our second top scorer now, and in, in all in all competitions, he's our second top scorer. We ain't flushing it. We ain't got any. He's the only one that's got that. Yeah, you, know. you keep saying, um, you keep saying, oh, sell this player, sell this player. You can't sell everyone and buy a whole new squad in one one window. Do you know? What I, mean? I think Pepe's Pepe. I think on the wing, out wide, I'm quite happy. As long as William goes, I'll, I'd keep everyone on the wing. To be honest. Yeah, I think I think he's yeah. I think he we we can't afford to lose him. To be honest with you. Plus seventy million, and we ain't gonna get that back. We haven't even paid it yet. If I'm if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure we haven't even paid that seventy million. So we'll be we'd be selling what we still owe. Um, yeah, while we're still on this topic, this is a obviously me, me and Danny briefly touched on this in the week. What do we make of this, Frank Lampard and Crystal Palace? If if the rumours are true, Lee, I'll go to you, mate. Do you do you think it could happen, and should it? <laughs> I mean, it could. 
Um, if Lampard wants to stay in London, um, I don't know. It's a strange one. As well, exactly. I don't. I don't see why not. Yeah, um, I, I quite like Palace's owner, is it Steve Parish. Um, yeah, seems seems like he has a genuine interest in football. Um, he's a Palace fan himself, so I think it is the kind of move he would go for to try and hire someone like Lampard. Um, yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely see that then if if Lampard wanted it. Yeah, I, I, it's just a such a tricky massive move, massive but... change from. Like the style of Hodgson, massive change. Yeah, I mean, top flight job I, as well. Let's be honest. I was quite, I was quite happy to see, uh, to see us complete it, to get them last two. Hodgson was in tears. I mean, as much as I feel like a, being a human, you feel sorry for him because it was like such a harsh way to lose yeah. your final home game of the season. But I don't think there's been enough um, respect put in his name as well, man. He's like the only like seventy year old that ain't work that has been working during COVID. Fair play to him. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, old, isn't yeah, I, I respect him for that, but also I, I think with Palace, he's just done, he's done a good job. I'm quite surprised they've lasted in the Premier League. If I'm honest, just fucking bored, they're boring. Man. They're boring to watch. I hate, I can't stand watching them sometimes. Mm. And people going about Zaha, he's he's just last night he just moaned. All he did is moan. Night <clears> in it. Oh, he always does. He's probably he's probably the biggest moaner in the league. Mm. He's up there. Well, a... apart from Bruno Fernandez, but. He's he loves a little moan, fucking Zaha. Mm. Jesus I've, Christ! There's a uh, there's a Palace fan at my work, and he made a good point. Obviously, Palace aren't really the richest of teams in the world, so obviously they've got a lot of teams out of contracts. And so whoever comes in, whatever manager steps in, they're going to have a lot of work to do straight away because they're going to have to try and hold on to, you know, at least half of their team. Because you know how like some of these, you only get your year contracts, two year contracts. They've got a lot of players there that are losing out on and could be half their defence, you know. Like, if you look at their defence, majority of it's 30 years old. Yeah, they need a bit of an influx of new players, really, but I just can't see where they're going to get them from. Mm. Anyway. They need, they need some youth. Up, up the Gunners, up the Gunners. Yeah, Eze's a good start to it, I guess. Like, hopefully yeah, he start, looks a very good signing. Start making movements like that. Oh, I'm going to enjoy this one. This is This is my favourite game of the week, I think. But um, Jack Grealish returned to the starting lineup for Villa. Aston Villa fans back. Obviously, we touched on earlier how they could spoil the party for Chelsea. They did it for Tottenham. Um, I'll go to you, Miller, being an Arsenal fan, obviously. What do you make of Ollie Watkins and how much game time do you see him getting in the summer for England? Well, firstly, he's surely got to go, isn't he? Yeah, I think he'll go, um, whether he's second choice or even potentially third choice I don't know but I feel like his goal scoring record talks for itself I think he's pleasantly surprised a lot of people let's be honest mm. yeah uh, I think when you when you spend 30 mil as well like 30 mil is a lot of money to spend on a player we, yeah. we spoke spoke about Rian Brewster he was almost the same price and look at look at the sort of stats that Watkins has brought in this season yeah no I agree with you um and I think that yeah I think there's a player there um is he at his level at the moment at that club potentially? But if he carries on doing it for like a couple of years to come and stuff like that, then then why not? He's young, isn't he? He's young, so mm. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know his exact age to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, he'll go. He'll go. I don't think he'll be second choice though. Um, I think he'll be third, third choice or fourth choice potentially. Um, twenty five. I thought he was younger than that. To be fair, he's twenty five years old. Yeah, but he's he, he's he's maybe, yeah. He's still got years in his locker, and he like he's he's got what four years to hit a peak and to be honest he's 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 hit he's hit above the i always say like he's 
he's got 13, 14 goals. I think that's a good enough first season in my eyes anyway. And he's not had Grealish there by his side for half of it. You imagine when them two like, start gaining an even bigger relationship. He's relied on, obviously, John McGinn. I think he's been phenomenal this season. But you like, got... you like John McGinn. I think he's class, mate. Not many. Maybe it's because you don't get many Scottish decent players. I don't know. Um, obviously, in, in a month's time or whatever, I'm probably going to be saying the opposite thing. If he goes and makes a mockery of, I don't know, uh, Eric Dyer knowing bloody Southgate, but yeah, yeah, I think he, I think he's, I think he's done quite good. We have got a question here before we move on from Villa and talk a little bit briefly about Tottenham. Does Grealish stay this summer, Lee? Yeah. What do you reckon? Hundred percent. He's a Villa boy. He ain't going anywhere. It'll cost a lot. Clubs won't want to pay it, and he's a big Villa fan. He's their captain. He's proud of it. I don't think he's going anywhere. Does he make that move eventually, though? Say again? Does he make that move eventually? So if he doesn't go in this next tough, year... Tough one to ask, I think. It might get to a point where he's a bit like Harry Kane now, where he thinks, oh, I need some trophies in my cabinet. He's about 25 now, and he's Grealish. So he could, I think he's still got a year or two at least at Villa. Year I, I can't see him going anywhere this summer. Oh, it depends, man. They, what did they, they came out and said they value, what, 70 million or something like that. Uh, it's, only gonna, it's only going to go up if he goes Euros and has a good Euros it's only going to go up yeah they wouldn't sell it yeah that's the thing you've got to let the shop window get in first if they are going to sell him Euros is perfect shop window um, I mean the squad's getting announced in literally any day now but I'm pretty certain now that Grealish is back and he looked good yesterday I think yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll be there and obviously he's versatile you can play him in a number 10 or out wide so yeah. I think 70 mils probably accurate I I've think he's happy of... there as well. Yeah. He's a happy boy. I don't think he wants to go. Yeah, I mean, what could be sold to him right now? Champions League, that's about it, really. Villa are in not a threatening position in the Premier League, I don't think. So mm. I think it is just a Champions League dream. And I don't think he's one of them people. I don't think he's... Maybe he will get to that Kane situation where he's like, oh, you know, that's... I need to move. He's probably hanging around with these players in the England setup. You never know, like your Canes, your Sterlings and... Some of the yeah, other. the more he gets involved, he hasn't had that many caps, has he? The more he gets involved, the more he starts to get a little bit jealous and he'll think, I want a bit of that. Exactly. Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. Look at him and Mount, same sort of, you know, like um, playing styles and where they play, position. Mm. Like that, like, you know. that is the thing. Some days, like like, like you say, in that, England, in that England dressing room, he might look around one day and just wake up and smell the coffee and think, oh, these are all at Chelsea and stuff in Champions League finals. Yeah, he thinks, fuck this, I'm out. I'm barely same getting re- in the Same effort. reason Kane probably wants to leave it. He's probably come to that England dressing room as captain. And Can you imagine that banter? Can you imagine well, the banter? What have you won this year, get? Kane? Nothing. You imagine Tottenham. the banter, but yeah, well, that yeah. puts us nicely onto the topic of Tottenham. I'll tell you what, I know Arsenal have had a complete shambles of a season defensively, but Tottenham seem to know and do a good job of staying on par with our shithousery. My goodness me. Uh, Watkins, speaking of him, I think he just completely kept Tottenham on the ropes all night. That Regillion or whatever his name is, don't know what they were doing spending 30 million on him. I'd have rather had Danny Rose on my left flank last night than Regillion, but is what it is. Eric Dyer, shocking again. If I see him in a bloody... Yeah, just like Scott said, Spursy. If I see Eric Dyer in an England shirt starting, never mind playing. If I see him starting... oh. So how, like, bringing it back from a selfish point of view... We can finish above them, can't we? Yeah. Not that it's something to celebrate and all this and that, and as we've had a really shit season. We have to win too. We have to win too, but yeah. I mean, we've got the more favourable game. They've got Leicester Tottenham, which we'll touch on. So, 
I think I think I think we will. I... Touching on Kane as well. Did you actually did you watch the game for for um, the last game? He didn't look bothered at all, man. Well, yeah, funny, <laughs> funny enough. I think there was an image I saw on Twitter, and it, it, you know those video clips where you sort of unmute the um, where you unmute the like what they're saying, and you yeah. can like you can tell by what you're saying. And he's like, "Why the why the fuck do I bother, man?" or something like that. And to be honest. I think it's just a sign of what's good to go on now. Obviously, he's going to have some... He'll probably go to England and go play for England. Hopefully, he has absolute... Stormer. Oh, yeah, Stormer. And then comes home, gets... He's got himself in that shop window and he's happy. Because, let's be honest, rivalry aside, <laughs> I know that sounds quite a fitting thing to say, for England, you can't fault the geezer. But, I mean, look at him there. He don't exactly look like the happiest geezer on the bloody so, field, uh, does he? I don't know if you boys saw it as well. Dan, you might have because you're a bit more active on Twitter than me or something like that. Maybe Lee as well. Did you see that? Um, so there was there was a guy that recorded himself, a Spurs fan. And, you know, like at the end of every home game, um, at the end of the season, they do their little lap of honour or whatever, clap the fans or something like that. Then So they went in, Spurs, and they they announced that they'll be back out. Half an hour later, they kept the fans waiting and they just came over the yeah. top. And yeah. Said, um, oh, yeah, we soft. actually have, we've got this old guy at work. He's a, uh, been his first season ticket holder for about 50 years he's um he went to the game the other night and he said that it was ridiculous like um basically the fans all the game were singing like because they were placed high up in the stands yeah so really far away from the pitches it was the fans were singing the fans themselves were singing 60 pound what a waste of, what a waste of money and then at the end of the game oh, they they had the stewards telling the fans to leave but they're all staying there to see the players and he had to wait about 40-ish minutes for them to come out it's like the players just weren't asked but did they come out? Yeah, they did come out. They did come out, but it was like 40 minutes later after the game. It's ridiculous. Oh. I, I think it's embarrassing. I mean, I'd have been fuming if it was, if it was, if, if that was the Emirates. They're, they're, they're a bit of a shambles at the moment, aren't they? Let's be real. Yeah, it's just, it's oh, not happening. Comments then there. Look through the thing about. Yeah, so we've got Dean going back, uh, Kane to Chelsea. I can't see him at Chelsea personally. Can't you? Um, can't you? I can't see him in blue. And up, so I'm going to go next to straight. I'm gonna go straight to the comment from Chris. I can't see him <laughs> City either. I really I can't. can. I can. I think it seems Manchester it clubs. seems fitting, doesn't it? Because obviously they're losing Aguero. Like what a nice little treat. You lose Aguero to get another one of the Premier League's best strikers in the world. But um... is everyone in agreement though? Quickly, that so he stays in England because he wants to become the top goal, the top scorer in English history or whatever. So you think he stays in England? I think he'd want to stay in England. So yeah, he wants a top scorer. He wants his family are in England. Um, yeah. yeah, I think he wants to stay there. Yeah, like Scotty said here. Like I said this the other day. Now that Cavani's extended his run, I don't even know if he'll go United because they're going to be they're flooded with strikers there now. Greenwood can play there. Six days yeah. contract. And However, uh, we'll, I don't know if Levy will sell him. I think he'll put his foot down. If Kane wants to go, he's going to have to proper force it. Right. So, obviously, Lee, we spoke on this off air a minute ago, the interview. Um, yeah. Kane comparing himself to the likes of Messi and Ronaldo. I'm not sure if you've seen it, Sam, but yeah, those were the sort of words he wants to. He sort of wants to be Messi and Ronaldo and he wants to go and win trophies and break records, etc. Do you ever see him getting on that level? I mean, he's only got a couple of years left. <laughs> I don't, don't think anyone will get on that level ever. I think no, it's a silly comment. Um, don't get me wrong. I think he's capable of scoring 50 goals a season. If he gets the move he wants to get to, say, City or a top side, there's no reason with the service a top side would provide he can reach those levels. 
But if he's staying at Spurs, he's getting nowhere near it. What a fucking what! Honestly, next year could be fucking brilliant for as an Arsenal fan. They they, they won't they won't have Kane. They can have Mason in charge. Bale will fuck off. Song will be crying. Yeah, if people forget this. Kane may be on his way out. I'd rather lose Kane than Son. I honestly would. I think I hate playing against Son. I've said this, Sam. Whenever we've watched mm. the derby together, I hate playing against him. He's a nuisance. Is it a bad run of form, though, Son? He's not doing a lot mm. lately, the last couple of weeks. Maybe it is just in the dress. I reckon this has just probably had a massive effect all over. And then, obviously, they lose to Villa. And, I mean, yeah, like you said, they had a chance to Europa League. Maybe it's a wake-up call. I don't think they're ready for Europa League, especially if they lose this guy. And you, you don't know who's going to follow him. You really don't know who's going to follow him. This might wake up a lot of people and say, you know what? And we've just spoke about how shit their defence were. They need to scrap half of that. At the moment, they haven't even got a manager either. We're forgetting about the fact they haven't even got a manager in there. Who's going to want to come and sign someone, uh, like take someone on, thinking, all right, I've got to sign a new striker. I've got to try and replace one of the best like English strikers there's ever been. I've got to somehow work him with... The likes of Sun. Oh, I haven't got Bale anymore. Um, to be fair, Berg, Bergwijn got a good finish yesterday. Mason was like, um, "Oh, um, yeah, he's." I don't know what the situation is with Harry. He hasn't come out and officially asked to leave yet, and stuff like that. So he was obviously trying to play it down. Obviously, I feel sorry for him, but it's fucking brilliant to watch. Great yeah. comment by Dean, by the way. Even I've spotted that since Ericsson went to enter, he's become more of a provider, dropping deeper. Yeah, he's got into that ten roll, isn't he? That's a great comment. He could easily double his tally if he had better yeah. service. Kind of back to what I was saying about if he got to a bigger team and had better service, he could hit yeah, the yeah. numbers he what he wants to hit. Mm. But who do you put him around? Like, can you can you see him working in front of a De Bruyne? I, I just don't know. Well, yeah, definitely. He's, he'd he'd work work anyway. he's, he's such a good he's, player. He'd work he's good anyway. enough, isn't he? Um, yeah, Scott. There just before we move on from Tottenham, Son hasn't had a break for the last few seasons. Not surprised he's had a little quiet spell. Poor bastard. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got that spot on. Oh fuck him! He's a professional athlete. They don't need breaks. Yeah, I'm sure he earns enough. Um, yeah. Lee, we'll go, we'll go to you next, mate, because I know Dom's coming on in just a minute. We'll go to the Liverpool game and then we'll go, hey, sort of go on back to West Ham. But I know you want to talk about one player individual, but do you think yeah, this boy. is... Do you think this is... Obviously, you've got Palace at home next, who we managed to beat. So do you think this is top four definitely in the bag now? I mean, anything can happen, but... No, not yet. Uh, Palace are our bogey team. Still, uh, <laughs> yeah. As very well documented, that is... Um, we all remember the old 3-0 up, 3-0 collapse when we was going for the title. When Dwight Gale turned us over. Um, yeah, we, we they're always a bit of a bogey team. I'm hopeful in the fact that we smashed them 7-0 earlier this season at their gaff. Could they be up for it because it's Hodgson's last season and the fact they're coming to Anfield, his last game, um, it could make them a little bit extra motivated. He's, he said so as well, didn't he? I think we'll be treating it like a cup final, hopefully. Um, and obviously, we're, we're we're in good form. We're probably the second. When I looked at the form table the other night, we were second behind Leeds. So I'm hoping that carries on. Uh, we've obviously got fucking big Nat Phillips playing absolutely phenomenal at the back. Look at him there. He looks like a. And I'm not, I'm not even taking. I'm not even taking a piss anymore. Like he's he was phenomenal. He scored a goal, clearing it off the line. He's heading fucking everything. I think Carragher said in commentary last night. You could chuck a double-decker in the bus in the box and he'll head it away. <laughs> unreal. And also, another player who's turned it on finally is Thiago. Um, mm. he's, he's he's running games now. He's rolling his socks down and just dictating it. Lee, going on, it's, it's a joy to watch. What, going on to what you said about Phillips and stuff, I had it out with you the other day on, on, on the pod where I joined late and stuff like that. So you don't want him next to Virgil van Dijk next season? 
Um, if Gomez is injured, I would, yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's the thing, because when these players come back, Phillips is up against Matip, Gomez, and obviously Van Dijk's a given. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't you... be surprised if Matip went. I think his injury record's gone against him too much now. How old is Matip? Uh, late 20s, I think. Late 20s. But, um, I'd, I'd love I'd, him at Arsenal. I know. I'd uh, love it. I really rate him, but it's just his injury. He's made a paper. He gets injured every two, three games. Mm. But I think Nat Phillips has really seized his chance. Um, when he first came into the team, I thought he was an absolute donkey. Um, and I was worried, but he's... he's He's an old school defender, you know, just gets his body in the way of things, head things away. He's not pretty. He's an ugly bastard. Um, yeah, I love it. It's, it's, it's like a professional standard league defender. He's, he's doing the job of defending first, which is it's good to see. And I think it would it would go well against like a more of a ball playing centre half, someone like like Van Dyke is. Mm. Yes. I hate him, but yeah, fair. But yeah, it'd be good backup to have, I think. I'd have him as backup. Um but yeah, it's I can't fault the job he's doing at the moment. So think, yeah, so you have would you backup. would you consider him on loan though, maybe? Yeah, so if you didn't sell Matip or any other centre halves, do you think a loan move's best for him? I mean I know he's proven he can do no, it in the Premier League, but I think a Moves absolutely pointless for him. He's 23 years old now. He's playing first team football for half a season. Mm. Um, if you're going to loan him out, there's no point. Just sell him. Chris has, got, yeah. Chris has got a good comment for you, Lee. Uh, if you want to answer that, then whack it up on the screen. Yeah. No, no, he's not staying. Um, I think it's been quite, it's been reported a few times this, this week that he's, um, he's on his way. And to be honest, I think he looks shaky as fuck. He's had a few good games, but. He just looks nervous all the time to me. He's yeah. I I wouldn't I wouldn't pay eighteen million for him. It's quite nice to see um someone like Nat Phillips come in though and do a good job. And then you see obviously like the Kabak, who a lot of people expected lots out of. Yeah, a lot more. Out of. Yeah, a lot more out of him. Sort of get overshined yeah. by Nat Phillips, who was like we've mentioned before, he was going to join the bloody championship side on that on the day of the that you signed him. So fair play to him, to be honest. Um, I'd much rather him to Eric Dyer. I know that for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like a better Dyer at the moment. Definitely, we've got Dom with us, so we'll so we'll sort of move on. Yeah, it's a good win for here. He is Dom. How you doing, mate? You okay? Hello, fellas. Good evening to you. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Just still finished buzzing. raiding some houses. <laughs> <laughs> you still buzzing from that last night's win, I get? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, when uh, you text me about coming on this, I was like, we just scored. And I'm like, fucking pacing around my room, having a breakdown. I was like, I'll get back to you after. <laughs> and, uh, what, what did you think when you went, when you went 1-0 down, though? Was that sort of like, oh, it's over? And how did you feel that sort of affected the whole season? Because West Ham have been right up there from the beginning, really. Well... Since um, your man, since Jesse, yeah, since Jesse, no, 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 not since Jesse. No, a lot of people, <laughs> think, a lot of people think we were like mid table or something before Lingard come in, but we were actually fifth when we signed it. Mm. So we What's, have been up. Do you, do you think this is a? Do you think this is like a sort of a one? Do you think this is the start of what means to go on, or do you think this is a sort of lucky break? I know that's a silly question because you're a West Ham fan, but a lot of people would probably think this is just a. A lucky bit where your Arsenal and Tottenham's have fallen down, and even Liverpool at some stage they would sort of falling apart. What what do you think's next for for West Ham? I think well, I think um, we have been helped out by 
those teams falling away. I do think this season has been a weak league. Um, mm. When you look at um, the title race, when you look at Liverpool falling, Arsenal being mid-table, Tottenham just being crap, Chelsea <laughs> poor before they sacked Lampard as well. So it's given a chance for us to take advantage of this. You know, you can't say it's luck because we've actually had to do a job. Mm. Yeah, you do. Sorry? You don't get that. You don't get lucky that consistently throughout a season. So you no, are. No, not it's, like it's like when Leicester won the league, everyone said it was a fluke. And, you know, of course they were helped out by other teams, like, you know, the, the big teams being not themselves. But they, again, they had to, it was a 38 game season, man. Come on, they lost three games. So to say mm. it's luck is just a lazy comment. But um, Lingard's obviously, you know, the, the, the impact of Jesse Lingard doesn't go unnoticed. But we were fifth before we signed him when we signed him. So it's not all down to Jesse Lingard. We have, the, the, the trouble is, when we got to last night, we, we, we've sort of tailed off and obviously we're now thought we've fallen out of the Champions League race, which is a shame because, you know, it's, it just goes to show how big these moments are because, you know, it, had we won a game that we lost or even, you know, had we beat Brighton, we'd be going into the last day with a shot, a very big outside shot, but a shot. Um, it all started with the Newcastle defeat. Um, a win would have taken us up to third and eight clear of Spurs. And yeah, it's just like, you know, the Chelsea game you can understand because Chelsea have been good under Tuchel, but it was the Newcastle game that sort of started the rot. Um, and again, like last night, it, it was it was such a big, big monumental day for us because obviously Spurs lost and I said to my friend, uh, I said to my mate earlier in the day, like the perfect scenario would be we Spurs lose, we go and win. Mm. It sets uh. us up. It sets us up perfectly for the last day. And I watched that Spurs game, and they were just atrocious. They're lucky it was only two one. It should have been about four or five. And uh, you know, people were saying, um, people were saying, uh, oh, Spurs are losing. Spurs are losing. And I'm, and I'm a very pessimistic person. And I said, we need to, you know, we can't, let's not get carried away because Spurs could come back, but they didn't. But then we could also fuck up. And obviously mm. we, we we get, you know, straight away we get a penalty in the first 40 seconds. And, um, <laughs> you know, I was like, right, this is what we need. Because when you when when you need to win and it's a nervy sort of game, they, you know, West Brom, you know, they're relegated, but they can play with that sort of freedom. They had fans in the stadium. It was always going to be a tough game, and it was a very, very, very tough game. And in them sorts of games, you need an early goal to settle the nerves. And then we do we go miss the penalty, and it's just when we when that penalty hit the post, I said like, I said I thought it's not going to go for us, is it? You know, it's just our our um our uh our luck's run out. And obviously we go a goal down. It's 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 what it's been like the last few few games. I mean, how as good as we've been this season before, including last night's win, we've only come from behind to win games from losing positions four times. Mm. So it's not like we 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 make a regular thing of it. Um, it was a very West Brom deserved to go ahead. West Brom were. Brilliant, I thought. For a side that's been relegated, they gave us a really, really good game. Um, the, uh, West Ham, uh, West West Brom topic there, Dom. Uh, how much did you enjoy how rattled Big Sam was at the end of the game? <laughs> um, 
I didn't really enjoy it because it, I just thought I, I found it strange. Do you think he had a fair point with some of the comments about? Uh, oh yeah, I, I think he did. Team he played. I, yeah. think, I think he did because I, I I pointed it out during the game. I thought West Brom played some nice football. I thought they played mm. some nice one-touch passing on the floor football, not the usual long ball like Big Sam's known for. And he had every right to be pissed off at that, but I just thought, you know, it's it's, a, it's an overreaction. I mean, there was no malice or there was no like offence yeah. caused by intended for Mikel Antonio to say that. But, you know, Big Sam always has to divulge into it, look into it too much more than he should and, you know, dissect it. And, you know, I wasn't his biggest fan when he was manager of us. And a lot of people were not, you know, very, very anti-Eladice. He'd done a fantastic job with us. I always appreciate the job he'd done. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. Mm. But when you saw him say comments like that and you saw that interview and you saw how bitter he was, it does remind you of why he was so unpopular amongst the fan base. <laughs> just his pure ignorance and just, you know, stubbornness, old school sort of thing. But he's a good manager. He's, he's in a way, you know, he, he's, a, he's a very experienced, respectful manager, I think. I know he's not won anything of note, but he's one of those names who's been around the game for a long time. So I respect mm. him, Sam, but I just think he was out of line with his comments. But we got the win in the end and we'll, oh, just such a big, big win because I didn't think it was going to come. I just, I was, the, the way the game was being played, I thought West Brom had the better of most of the game. I was saying to people, I was tweeting frantically to take a fucking draw. Part the bus, take a draw. Because a draw, <laughs> a draw would still have kept it in our hands. The difference is we would just have to win on um Sunday instead of actually just have to draw. And obviously Arsenal would still be in a chance of creeping up. So we've got rid of Arsenal, which is fabulous, fantastic from my point of view, because I've got a lot of Arsenal mates who, you know, have been berating me all my life supporting <laughs> West Ham. First time, first time since the eighties we've finished above Arsenal. So, you know, it, it's a moment that I'm always going to save her, you know, pro probably the only time in my life as well. But, um, yeah, obviously, we it takes the pressure of us, off, off us on Sunday. And I just didn't think it was going to come. We get the goal from the corner. I was like, right, here we go. Long left, eight minutes. The VAR check as well. I was like, just, just, just please make it stop. <laughs> and, then they, um, and then we get the third. We actually killed them off. And yeah. I actually, I, I actually broke down in tears, like, you know, it's, yeah, it's that that emotion though that can't come along a lot. Bit like it not don't. to disrespect, but for a West Ham fan, you you're rarely in that position. You're usually sort of bottom half of top or the top table, or, you know, top yeah. half of the or the bottom. So you never really get in that position where you you can feel those emotions. I've got a comment from you for you here from from Dean, um, and this is my comment to you as well. Actually, I want to know what you think is next to to keep this up because obviously there's potential of Europa League or even this conference league, which we'll touch on very vaguely um, just after we've finished on West Ham, because I want to get your thoughts on it. But Dean has said, um, West Ham have had a solid season. Do they try and sign Lingard? Can they keep Rice? I think with European football, it gives us a better chance of doing both. Mm. It's just our owners, mate. And, and this is the sad reality of it. Um, we're in a position now where we can actually progress, mm. actually build a philosophy and actually try and make a, a power shift because Arsenal are declining. 
Tottenham are in very, very big trouble if they, especially if they lose Kane and Son. Mm. I think they'll lose one of them this summer. This is a massive, massive chance for us to actually progress, take advantage of this, and cement our place in and around this top six, top seven bracket. Maybe, you know, not do it consistently, but be in and around there and finish there a couple of times every few seasons instead of mid-table battling relegation. The, the, the sad reality of it, of it is we've got Gold, Sullivan and Brady running our football club. And from what I see about the plans for the summer, it's again, they're coming out with, oh, we've got a limited budget. COVID's affected everything. Yeah, it's just, it don't surprise me. Yeah, of course they are. And this is the sad thing, you know, we we look like, barring a massive fuck up on Sunday, it looks like we're going to be playing in a Europa League, in a European group stage for the first time in, well, certainly in my lifetime, like in, in the proper stage of it, given like, the, you know, the, the modern game, the, the, the modern setup of these competitions now. And they're still not willing to pull their finger out and actually try and do what's best for the for the club and the team. And it's very it's very very sad. But we 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 did this um, five years ago when we qualified for the playoffs in the Europa League. Um, spent all summer signing a load of shit. Don't get me wrong; like we are going to need a lot of players. But a lot of the signings we did we signed were were purely for the Europa League. And mm. a year later, all but two of them are gone. Yeah. So it just goes to show how bad that business was. And Some of it's cannot, been all right now. Um, you got like Ben Rama's not too bad. But, but um, I'm, talk, I'm talking about I'm talking about five years ago. All right. Yeah. So yeah, but and it's, I think when you when you give the manager the chance to do it. It always works better. The side again, we, we we didn't sign enough players last summer, but we signed good players. But this time we're gonna need quality and quantity. Dean's come up with another one here, which I completely back. I think you obviously there was talks of you with our player in Ketia a bit in January. I, I, I don't know how false or how true that was. Um you obviously need a striker, I mean, because Antonio's getting on and I think you just need that stability. You you got rid of um Sebastian, what was his name? Haller, yeah, and he's Haller. Haller's been banging in the goals for Ajax. I yeah, and he's, it, it yeah, seems but... like it seems like it was he was a, you know, it's a bit bittersweet because he needed to sort of obviously shine. It could have been well. handy when you had um, Antonio out for quite. Couldn't a bit. give a shit about Haller. He, um, <laughs> he don't he don't play he don't, he don't play for us anymore. He still gets he still gets brought up by people. Um, in the West Ham community, and I'm just like, just let it go. He's, you know, he's moved on. It just weren't, weren't cut out for the for England. It just wasn't cut out for England. It's, you see it with players; they do well in foreign leagues. They come to the Premier League, and they just can't hack it. And you know, the the, the Dutch league and the German league are a hell of a lot easier to play in and uh, mm. adapt to than the Premier League. So he did yeah, sort of always give off the impression he just couldn't be asked to. Yeah, he did. He was. That you know that we'll never know if he could do it because he, we played him in the wrong system. We all know he was in, using a three at Frankfurt. I think he's used in a similar uh, formation at Ajax. I said he'd do well at Ajax. Ajax have got some very good attacking players. They've got Tadic, David Neres, Anthony. Um, they've got some good. You know they got they got a good team. Ajax obviously they're, they're one of the biggest clubs in the world, and 
he was always going to flourish there. Um, but good luck to him. You know, he's not our player anymore. But who, who yes, can you see I... coming in for West Ham? Or do Abraham. you feel like you don't need one? Abraham, yeah. Of course yeah. we need a striker. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. we, need, we need about three I mean. strikers just to make up for Antonio's hamstrings. <laughs> I mean, if, if we are... Because this is, this is the thing, right? I'm not saying, like, we, we need a Man City-like squad depth. But if you are to have the... I wouldn't say a distraction, but if you are to have the extra games in Europe, you're going to need a big squad. You're going to need a lot of players in the same position who can mm. cover each other and can rotate. Um, my ideal one, my ideal strike would be Danny Ings. Mm. Um, the, the thing with Danny Ings is he, he's injury prone. I, I, I like Tammy Abraham. I think he's a bit dodgy ability wise, but he gets goals. Um, yeah, and plenty of time to improve as well. He's still under twenty three, and, and I think he's our. I think he's going to be our top stri- uh, our top target. I think he's done at Chelsea. I think he's not part of their plans. The thing is, they're going to want a lot of money for him. And is he worth forty million? I don't think so. Mm. Um, Barely played it, all season as well. Like, yeah, I, I think it could possibly be a loan deal for him. Mm. Um, again, though, we need. You know, we, we can't keep relying on loans. It's just very, very small club mentality. Um, the thing with with Lingard as well, what could happen now because he's flourished at West Ham, which let's be honest, United would have probably taken twelve million for him at the beginning of the season. He wasn't do- he wasn't even playing. He was nowhere near anyone's like sort of plans. Even before Oli came in, you didn't really see him much. But now that's going to prop that price could double yeah. perhaps yeah, more. The Garth as well. The thing with Lingard is he's a victim of his own success because mm. lately I, I, we've gone off the boil. The team's got off the ball before the win last night. It was only five points in, out of 15. But at the same time, Lingard's got off the boil as well. And it's like, you say he got off the boil. I mean, he's still an important player. But the way he burst onto the scene, he just completely... He, he was the best, He was the most informed player in the Premier League from when he signed for us till probably about April. It's week in, week out, scoring, assisting, just absolutely just a menace. And because it because of that, we all expect him to do like get at trick every game, get a goal and assist every game, just do it all. And he hasn't been doing it the last few games. And to be fair though, he has been poor. Like Brighton, he was terrible. But everyone mm. can have a bad game, you know. You call him out, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean you hate him or you don't want to sign him. You know, it comes with the comes with the life as a footballer. You know, for all the uh, for all the praise you give a player uh, when they're good. You know, you're you're entitled to give him criticism for when they're bad. That's just how it is. And yeah. you know, he wasn't very good against Brighton. He was quiet last night, but he got an assist, so I think that sort of saved him a bit. But yeah, I think yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like when we signed him, we you know people seem to think because of him we've we've been up there where we are. But like we were fifth when we signed him, but. Mm. I don't think we'd have maintained that without him. If I'm honest, some, got some depth and quality elsewhere, though. I like, I like that. What about um, Jack, um, Welsh bloke? What about Welsh. Declan Rice? Does he is he Welsh? The year? That Bowen? No, he's English. Oh, why did I think he was Welsh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Declan Rice. Does he stay another year? I think. I, I, I think he will because I think. I think is is I think he will go eventually, but I, I think like obviously what I said, getting into Europe is uh, makes it a lot easier to 
sign or retain certain players. And um, he, I think when, when, when there was the whole Chelsea rumours about, I think that was more to do with Lampard being manager. Lampard was a big fan of Declan Rice. And since Tuchel's coming, you've not heard any of it. Rice to Millwall. Daddy's on a wind-up. Yeah, he's bigger than Mill. He's bigger than their club. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I think I think it was more to do with Lampard being manager and being a fan of Rice. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think uh, he'd be good at City. I think I, I could see Man City sign him. To be honest, as a long-term replacement for Fernandinho. Yeah, that's a great shout. I've to be got. I've got two questions for you, Dom. One of them's from a fellow West Ham fan. He's asked me to ask you, how bad is the West Ham ticket office online? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> it's a wind-up. Don't get him started. I've seen Dom's tweeting about it over the last 12 hours. That all about? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I had a chance to get tickets for the last game on Sunday. Um, so I got a text from West Ham about midday today saying um, from 1pm uh, we're going to release a small number of Southampton tickets which will be available online to purchase uh, for people who are unsuccessful in the ballot, me, uh, due to supporters unable to attend for health reasons. So I was like, all right, here we go. Sign in online, put your login in, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, right, this is great. Just log in, click your ticket, get it done. I was like, right, I've got to be quick because me yeah. and thousands of others are going to go and want this. So I logged in. I went on to... Um, tickets and it then it says select seat and my heart just fucking sunk i was like oh no here we go because when you're on an iphone because i was at work and when you're on an iphone doing it it's so much harder than being on a computer because you've got to zoom in and like tap the screen because it's so fucking sensitive yeah exact spot i'm like i don't know where the fucking exact spot is so i get to the so there's you know the the the, the blue seats are obviously the ones available. So I tapped one seat and it came up £34. I was like, yes, here we go. Bish, bash. And then it says, and then it comes up with more nonsense. So I went to click it and it came up with, to continue with your purchase, please select all seats within the pod. A pod is made up of all seats and me next to each other. I was like, you fuck. Well, because of social fucking distancing, basically. So I was like, right, so I've now got to get, so I've got to select two seats, basically, for fuck's sake. So again, <laughs> I had one seat, and then I'm trying to click the other. Tap, 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 nothing. Tap, 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 tap. Like, nothing's happening. <laughs> so eventually I got the, uh, eventually it came up with two ticks. So I was like, right, here we go, brilliant. So I clicked, so it's, then it takes me to my basket. I'm like, right, I've got, I'm in, I'm in. But for some reason, it's charging me for both seats. No, you're telling me to select two seats, but I can only get one ticket. So who do I assign this seat to? Because none of my mates can go because they've not renewed in full. So I can't put them on. So what the fuck do you expect me to do? So I was like, right, I'm going to remove this seat, right? The other seat. I'm going to assign myself and remove this seat. So I click remove the other seat. And they fucking kick me out. No. So they kick me out of the basket. <laughs> And I Danny, said, Danny said, are you sure you haven't got a load of football tickets on the back of your wall there, all them notes? No, they're all <laughs> But um, again, I'm trying to like just select, select, select. And uh, it was so horrible because all uh, as I was doing it, you could just see the seats were just disappearing because people were getting them. I was like, I ain't going to get this, am I? And I was so fucked off. Like, all, all I was doing, tap, 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 nothing. I just gave up. 
this is a Premier, this is a Premier League club, you know, That's and we shocking. have a ticket. Arsenal, Arsenal ticket office is just as bad. It's horrendous. Um, You're idiots. They just sack them all. They're just fucking idiots. Like <laughs> I went on to because I, I do a lot. I, I watch a lot of non-league football. Um, and actually, I'm actually I, I've got a ticket to go and watch Dagenham and Redbridge for next Saturday. I got that yesterday. Their national league. I went onto their website. No, I saw they were playing, so I was like, I wonder if they've got any tickets. They went onto their Twitter. They're like, buy your ticket here, blah blah blah. So I went on their website, selected a seat. They obviously wanted need, needed me to make an account to uh, do it. So I was like, fair enough. Set up an account, selected my seat, paid the twenty quid for it. Job done within two minutes, and they're National League club, and you, you know, like they're getting it done just like that. And whereas it comes to West Ham, we're a Premier League now, potentially a European f- playing club. Look, I had two seats as well. I actually managed to get two seats, gr- two green seats on a seat. Why don't they just assign you a seat in general anyway if you're a season ticket? Holder? Exactly, exactly. Because I, and this is what yeah. I said. I was like, surely because of the limited capacity, they just automatically assign your seat because of the social distancing. But they're just fucking stupid in common. Sort of shambles. I just I want to quickly get a prediction on where you think you're going to end up because obviously it's sixth or seventh. But Scott's got a great question for you here, and I completely back it. Why do you think Noble was has or was <laughs> overlooked by England managers? Um, because I think one of the factors he played for us um, all his career and not a top team. Um, mm. The best. The best. Uh, opportunity to play for England for Mark Noble would have been in 2016 where he was in my opinion one of the best midfielders in the Premier League that season certainly our best midfielder outstanding he was Mm. and Roy Hodgson still picked James Milner over him in a Liverpool side that finished below us and you know so forth Just, just Roy Hodgson would pick players based on who they played for instead of how good they were. I remember, I remember he, Danny Drinkwater was instrumental to Leicester's midfield that won the league that season. And he didn't even take him to the Euros. Yeah, you know, that was and a great, the, he had a great season then as well. Phenomenal. It's the only good season he has had. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You've had, exactly, you've and 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 I think you know, I do think um, that that was the moment for Noble to get a call up. I think he'll probably go down as probably the best player to never actually play for England yeah. to get an England. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this is what I mean. Like players <laughs> like Livermore have got cat. Even Ryan fucking Mason, and he doesn't even play anymore. I mean, with no no disrespect to him, but you know, Ryan Mason got a cap, and yeah, it's just it's a shame for Noble because that would have really meant a lot to him. But mm. you know, life goes on. Yeah, um, obviously sixth or seventh for you now, guaranteed. Europa League or Conference League? Um, before we wrap up, I want to sort of get your opinion on Conference League because it's all a bit of a shambles to me. And I think there's a lot of speculation on whether or not it's good or bad. Um, what? Where do you see yourself finishing? I'm not going to ask for a result. I think Southampton's a fair game to have last game of the season, though, because obviously we've always said on this pod how they've been a bit hot and cold this season. Everton are in your way more than anyone. Uh, they've obviously got the win against Wolves last night, 1-0, which still puts them sort of in that European goal difference, hope. though, mate. Yeah, goal difference yeah, is just I different kettle. But catching us. Tottenham away against Leicester. It's not the easiest of games for them. Do you think this should be Europa League in the bag now for you? Yes. Yeah, I think if we if we if we fuck it you up, get somehow, your, yeah. I, th- I think if we fuck it up somehow, I think we've got to look at it as a failure. 
I'll tell you what, Wait. if you do, if you do, I won't be going on Twitter that, that evening. I'll just yeah, be seeing West Ham rants. Yeah, I don't think it would be the best of ideas, mate. But um... on the uh, on the subject of rants, someone's asked me to ask you about something to do with an Astro Gugu rant. I don't know what this is about. Right. Gonna have um, to educate me on this one. Astro Gugu, what? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised you like ain't seen it, but um, I think I'm gonna pass up on that question because it. Was <laughs> <a lot> of... <laughs> All right. Fair play. Um... <laughs> But, um, find out what they do. I think we'll finish sick. I think we'll get the job done. It's hard. It's hard to see. I know. I know. It's, it'll be typical West Ham if we do lose this because it's typical West Ham. But hmm. you know, it, it ain't just that. It's the fact Spurs have got to go and beat Leicester just for any hope. And we all and all we need to do is draw. We don't even have to win this game. This is why it's yeah. just like. We're starting the game effectively 1-0 up, if you think about it. Well, yeah, look at that. We're yeah. not even in the races now. We can only finish above Tottenham and that's it. But <coughs> you'd, think, you'd think you've got... I, I think, yeah, I think yeah. Leicester Tottenham will draw. Uh, I, I think Leicester Tottenham will draw, which will be quite beneficial for you. Um, but then Everton, if we move on. Everton have got... Man, City. City away, Every, yeah, they're not good. But then you look at City's form. Lee touched on this a minute ago. City's form have been way out of shape recently. Very I don't think they'll be yeah. resting players for the Champions League final. But so is Everton's mate. So is Everton. Yeah, they've proper, they've proper Ever, Everton travel well though. Everton mm. travel well. They they they've they're, they've been a lot better away this season. Yeah, their um, home form's been terrible. They've but really Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal can sneak into that Conference League. Um, mm. I don't think, <laughs> yeah, I don't think Arsenal are going to really want that. But you, it's very, very tight. This is why it was so crucial to win last night because, you know, it kicks you out the equation. You can't catch us. Everton, mm. you know, Everton aren't going to win at 8-0 at Man City, are they? And mm. even if, you know, even if we, you know, even if we lose, they still have to win 6-0 or something. Yep. Or, you know, 7-0. So it's not, you know, it's not happening, is it, really, for them? It's just Spurs that worries me. It's it's very like I, I do think about games that we've played. I do think that you know th- there's a lot of swings and roundabouts about this season. I think had we held on against Newcastle, the job would be done right now. Had mm. we um, had we not played uh, like we've done against Brighton in both games. Well, yeah, just bringing that back up again. If you'd have, like, say you, but we could say this about a lot, like if Arsenal beat Burnley, we'd be somewhere. But yeah, if you look, if you'd not had the injuries, even especially, you've had some injuries like um, Rice has been out, Antonio's been out, which Lee mentioned. If you'd even just got a, look how close you'd be to the race, just one game. If we, if we if we turned a draw into a win. Yeah, like, be, you'd yeah, still be, be in that top four yeah, race, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, it's 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 a shame, really. But you know, I'm still there. I'll still be very. I said I said um, back in February, I'll take Europa League now. Even after we beat Spurs and went nine clear of them, I still said I'd take Europa League. But mm. um, but it's like you know, we've got to remember like where we are and who we are, and you know, we're not this God's we're not God's gift to European heavyweight football, you know. We've not had the best of years recently, especially since we moved stadiums. 
and you know we have got a very 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 small squad I think we've definitely definitely overachieved this season given what the situation was at the start oh, of the season mm. but yeah but but you know right now to drop into that conference league would be fucking heartbreaking but I can't you know honestly like it, it, we, we don't even have to win and even if we do lose I can't even see Tottenham winning I say that but you know let's hope I, I just I just think if it, it, I, I, it's going to be nervy of course it's going to be nervy Sunday because I I can picture it now like they get an early goal and it's like oh fucking hell like you know <sighs> It's just, but, but we are essentially starting the game a goal up because, you know, avoid defeat and, it, and we're there. So, yeah. you know, it's just... Let's hope Kalichi and Acho keeps up that form. Yeah, it, it is good to be going into the last game of the season with something to play for other than the relegation. Yeah. Well, there is that, but yeah, it's just, you want it. No done, one, wants, no one wants this conference league. Yeah, I in, in, know, terms, real in terms of this, Dom, what do you... Don, what do you actually make of this conference league? Like, if you did get there, what does it mean? Because, I mean, West Ham are a bit like Arsenal. They haven't got the exact squad depth to, you know, throw a second string out in it into it. Because I know that's what a lot of people are saying, play your kids. What do you make of conference league? Do you think it would still be a good sort of improvement? Or do you think it would just be more game time, which the players probably don't really need to keep up this Premier League form? I've I've not looked into the format of it. I've seen bits and bobs about. It. I think apparently if you mm. finish second in your group, you have got to play like an extra two games or something silly like that. But <laughs> like, it's it's obviously you know we're all looking at it like no one wants it because it's new. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, it's a UEFA tournament, isn't it? It's a UEFA trophy that is up for grabs there to be won. It's you know it it. it I'll tell you what it reminds me of. It reminds me of the Nations League because it's yeah. third tier of a, of a tournament. Reminds me of the Intertoto Cup back in the day. Yeah, so I don't really remember the Intertoto Cup, but <laughs> this is like, a, this is like it's, it's, it's just a pound shop version of the Europa League, really, isn't it? You know, it's like, I think that's the prize if you win it, you get into the Europa League. Yeah, <laughs> no, one's, no one's really going to, yeah, I don't know, man. It's like you've got a lot of pub teams in it as well. Like it's it's been done purely for these, um, purely for these, uh, like uh, very very like minnows sort sort of clubs to actually get a shot of playing like European group level football. Which the, the concept is completely fair and understandable. But when you see teams like Arsenal, Roma, I think Roma are. Um, seventh at the moment in their in Syria, so it looks like they're going to be yeah. playing in it. Villarreal, yeah, mind you, if Villarreal win that final next week, they're in the <laughs> Champions League, so you know they're obviously going to want to do that. But I just thought uh, it it does seem just I wouldn't say it's down to money either. It just is it really necessary? Like because obviously because of it, they're reducing the teams in the Europa League as well down to 32, 48 mm. to thirty two, and they're the, they're going to add like the, the the sixteen teams are going to go into the conference league. You know, it's going to it's going to be around for the foreseeable, isn't it? So we've got to get used to it. It's it's a, it's, a, it's another competition to 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 watch, I guess. So it's not too bad, but hmm. yeah, Miller, I'm going to go to you. Go back and um, just going to what Danny said earlier. Uh, so yeah, he said Barry couldn't make it tonight. He wanted to ask 
Do we still want to finish above Spurs and get into Europa place or just avoid it all four stop and go and concentrate on the league alone next season and do without Europa? I'd love to keep Joe, but I just don't think Arteta will play him. Um, yeah, I mean, I know my answer. I'd finish above Spurs no matter what it means. But yeah, but it means nothing, man. Let's be honest. Fuck it. Yeah, what? Europa would have been different kettle. I think if West Ham wouldn't have won, which I know Don's sitting there smirking, I think if West Ham wouldn't have won and we had that that chance of Europa League, then fair enough. But I think, yeah, this this is just... I mean, apparently the final is going to be held in Albania. I think that speaks for itself. That's like, a bit rough at the moment, isn't it? Fucking hell. But, I don't, I don't know, know. mate. We probably, probably at our peak squad level to perform in something like this, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, lately, you're lucky you ain't got to worry about this, being a uh, Liverpool fan. <laughs> yeah. You've got that top four almost, well, pretty much in the bag. Um, like, <laughs> don't, don't it look like... Take that comment off for a second. Like Tottenham. <laughs> look at Dom's fucking thing there. He's been drawing ball sacks. <laughs> Doesn't it? not it really look like a ball sack? <laughs> it does, yeah. I haven't looked in that deep. I don't think I want to either. But um, yeah, I mean, this conference league, I'm not too, I'm not entirely convinced by it. I, I agree with Dom. Why is it necessary? I think it's, yeah, yeah it's, I get that. More you... games. Players don't need more games. Yeah, this is what I mean. Yeah. Like, I, I get that it's sort of... Dom, Miller thinks you're drawing bull sacks. What? What's that? <laughs> like, yeah, what's that thing right at the bottom? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, somebody... Oh, my God, that's bad. Somebody... Uh, I forgot that was there. This is my desk. And uh, I think when I, when I was kids, oh I had... When I, I think when when um when we were kids, I had a few friends and they drew the... They drew a ball sack on my head. <laughs> and it's a permanent marker, so I can't get rid of it. Oh, oh no! I can't believe it. Actually, was one as well. It's, no, it's not actually. It's, a, it's not a ball sack. It's actually a, a, an arse cheek. Oh, but yeah, the, the, the sentiments. Just, oh, Jesus! That, that's just while we're on the topic of conference league. You you bring that up. I think that's quite fitting, to be honest. But yeah, I, I think this is just what a more terrible aspirant. name for a competition as well. The conference league. Oh. Yeah, I wonder where they got that from. The conference in the below the football league. Yeah, like, I know. But the nationwide conference. You'd have thought they would have been a little bit more, what's the word, spontaneous. Um, it just I sounds guess. a bit disrespectful, is not it? Yeah, but I think it is just a hassle for no it's reason. It's a lazy name, isn't it? Like, mm. yeah. look at the trophy as well. Like, <laughs> It's literally like all they've done is like just draw a few lines through it. Yeah, pretty you know much. what I mean. It's very, it very. It's like one of those really cheap NAF trophies you used to get as presentation, even if you played football as a kid. Like, yeah, those... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think this is just going to cause more game time for players that they don't really need. And like, like Danny touched on, the Premier League won't be concentrated as much by teams that need to do it. Like Arsenal, we're going to need to concentrate on getting back in that sort of top six position next year. Never mind top. F- four where we want to be in a few years time and when we're playing more game time like this which we could be who knows uh, i know luke who you do your channel with don which i'll get you to plug in a minute even he said can we take conference league off them they don't need it because they're gonna have bigger fish to fry when they lose players like kane and son oh yeah i know what we we'll do we'll give you an extra two games a week to play or whatever it will be i think uh, i think if it weren't for the insufferable um I think for Spurs' point of view, I think if it weren't for the insufferable um, 
reality of finishing below Arsenal, despite how bad Arsenal have been. Because mm. let's be honest, Spurs, both both have been shit this season. Yep. But like for Spurs to finish below Arsenal, who have literally been like, I think, I think even for us, like I was saying yesterday before we won last night, finish below Arsenal was embarrassing because we're like, <laughs> at, at a stage this season. I think after we beat Leicester, we we're twelve points clear of Arsenal. Mm. And, you know, you almost caught us up, but thankfully it was too late. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, it would just sum up a, a, such a bad season for Spurs. I think it's a, a, I think it's a sort of lose-lose for, um, for both clubs. Both, yeah. Because, you know, they one of them finishes below the other. But I think the ideal situation for both clubs would be if Everton actually got into that conference league and then, like, Arsenal and yeah. Spurs would battle out for, like, eighth place. Because yeah, I, I agree with that. I think you really, you know, Spurs. I, I, I know a lot of Spurs fans who turn their nose up at the Europa League. Like, could you imagine how much they're going to welcome the Conference League? Arsenal <laughs> as well. You know, Arsenal. All, all, since Arsenal Minga left, all Arsenal been banging on about is Champions League, Champions League, and they're going to be like they're not even going to be in the Europa League. They're going to be in the Conference League. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's uh, the um, the fall from grace is quite bad, isn't it? Yeah, just a bit, mate. Um, but yeah, on, on that note, bloody hell, it's depressing even talking about. But hopefully, it's a good a good last day of football. Sunday night is when we'll be talking all about it. Um, the last game of the season. We're going to be doing some stuff for the Euros, but yeah, that'll be our last roundup for a while. Dom, it's been great to have you on, mate. Before we wrap up, why don't you let them know where you, they can find you and the lads? Uh, rather a side TV, uh, daily con. Uh, Daily con- weekly content for the games. Uh, I won't be joining this Sunday though. Sadly, uh, I'm going to the pub. Yeah, gonna live in the moment this weekend. Yeah, um, I think we'll be there in the afternoon as well. To be fair, I think we're going to sort of try and hope. I mean, luckily, like you said, it's a lose lose. We can't be too depressed, but West Ham have certainly got something to be cheering on about. But yeah, make sure you anyone watching that hasn't go and check the lads out at Rivalry Aside TV. Um, They've got West Ham content there. You've got Aston Villa content there, Man United and Liverpool. Uh, what a bunch. But Leicester, yeah, we'll be Leicester content now as well. Leicester now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That'll be quite exciting. You, you'll you get to see some sort of a champ. Well, I'll tell you what, it could be a real spin because you could have Champions League across the board from three of the teams. Not West Ham, but you've got Europa, Europa stuff to touch on. But mm. It'll be it'll be decent. Yeah. Um, thank you for all that are tuned in. I know some have been tuned in a while. Hopefully the games will continue in the Euros and the excitement will be leading. But remember to hit that button, remember to keep subscribing, and we shall see you guys soon. Cheers, Sam and Lee, for coming on. See you later, mate. Cheers, Cheers Dom Cheers, as well, guys. mate. Thanks, Dom. Cheers, Dom. See you, mate. You're welcome. Oh, no.